Hello, this is Dan Thompson with McAuliffe Cigars. We're excited to be here with the Cigar Pulpit. We've learned a lot today from transvestites to how to introduce your pets to ACPCA. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of the Burn, Nick, and with me as always... Gator. And with us on the line, we have a special guest, and I'm going to have to caveat here a little bit. We have, we have Dan Thompson... He is the president of McAuliffe Cigars. How are you, Dan? Man, I'm doing great. It's good to see you all today. Yeah, good to see you. We're doing a Zoom chat. Now, guys, this is a uh, a Friday episode. It is. And so we are going to be smoking something out of the My Monthly Cigars box. We're going to be smoking... Worlds are colliding. Worlds are colliding here. We have the CAO Flathead V19, and it is a camshaft size, 5.5 by 50 Robusto, featuring a Connecticut broadleaf wrapper a Habano binder, and filler made of Dominican and Nicaraguan tobacco. Now, a darker cigar, it's scaring me a little bit. I will say, as we've explained on the show before, typically we like to smoke the cigar that is produced by the guests that we have on the show. Exactly. And so when Mr. Thompson reached out and we talked about him coming on today, I told him, I said, well, you know, we've got this this CAO that we have to smoke, you know, as part of our My Monthly Box and everything. And, um, you know, next next Tuesday is going to be our September Battle of the Budgets round. Yes. And then, obviously, we have another My Monthly. And so I told him, I said, you know, we're, we're, we're kind of coming up into, like, the, you know, we're boxed fir- in. first Tuesday of October here if you want to smoke one of your cigars. And Dan, to his credit, said, you know what? It's not about the cigar. It's, it's about, you know, we celebrate all cigars and... I have some big news, and I just I really want to want to really want to come on and share it. And so, to his credit, Dan is here, and we have we have very openly said that mad mad props to Dan. As much as we love McAuliffe cigars, you know we're we're we smoking should, the CAO. We need to today. make a pledge right now. Okay. We're going to do a McAuliffe cigar in uh, October. We can do that. We're going to do that in your honor. We'll do that. Actually, you know who Dan? Speaking of Dan's. Dan uh, Ponder, Ponder over at the Riverman Cigar Company. He just got in the McAuliffe A. Oh, yeah. Guys, I think that's the one to uh, smoke. Uh, have you got, got a chance to smoke it yet, the McAuliffe A? I have had one over at Riverman Cigar Company. And boy, I'll tell you, it's a great cigar. There's a lot going on with it. It's a it's a it's a meaty little cigar, but I'm on a, the flip side, I'm a mild cigar smoker, so this thing's going to gut punch me, right? No, no, it's no? not. Okay. No, it's, not it, at all. It's it's got a lot to it, and okay. it's got some body, but it's not like it's. I mean, it's not like a tricky track. It's not going to come up and shiv you in the neck. And, <laughs> yeah, you know, that like, thing shanked take me. Your, take your wallet yeah. and walk on. You know, I mean. <laughs> hey, Gator, I think you're going to enjoy it. It's a it's a good example that just because it's a Maduro doesn't mean that it's super strong. Awesome. It's a medium body smoke, and I, I think you're going to enjoy it. I can't wait to hear your feedback. Well, we we will make a pledge to you right now. We're going to smoke that cigar in and, October. And I'll say this: it is a good priced cigar too. Well, thank you. We we worked with our retail partners and brought them in as we were preparing the McAuliffe, and we talked about, hey, it's going to be done with the ambassador community. Um, they're the ones who are naming it as retail partners. How should we think about pricing it so that it's good for you as a retailer, but it's also a sweet price for our ambassadors? And uh, sometimes you have the luxury and everything comes together. And, you know, I I heard uh, another uh, cigar executive say it may be the best $8 cigar on the market right now. That's what I'm saying. And, uh, you know, it's a lot of fun. 
especially for, for something that's kind of a grand Toro. So there's a lot of value with it. There's a lot of uh, honoring the ambassadors. And I think you'll love the flavors. Gator, it's not too strong. Just just enjoy it and let us know what you think. You got it. Will do. Well, how about we go ahead and cut the cigar? I need to get mine out of the cellophane. Oh, okay. Nick, I can't wait to learn more about the CAO that you're smoking. I told you that I would stop by the store and get one, yeah. and I wasn't able to find it. Oh, okay. So got it. Got it. I'm going to go get one another day, but... I can't wait to learn about what you're smoking today. Okay. Well, it, like I said, it is the uh, CAO Flathead V19, and um, it has the the flat cap on it. I don't know if you can see that in the thing there. It's got that, that flat yeah, cap on good. it. Yeah, What is our preferred method of cut here? Well, first of all, the cut is brought to you by Riverman Cigar Company of Crestwood, Missouri. Speaking of Dan Ponder. I was saying, speaking of Dan Ponder, as we just got done saying, Dan Ponder over there, he's got the McAuliffe A in. He's been getting in a lot of newer, uh, different cigars for the humidor here lately. Guys, he's got something for every budget, $3 to $100. He's got a nice collection that he's curated up of uh, budget bundle cigars, as well as, you know, uh, the uh, large amount of McAuliffe cigars in this case. We're talking to Dan Thompson. Well, yeah. Um, you know, but also he's got the, the uh, Martinez cigars. He just got in the Room 101 cigars not too long ago. Um, he had the, uh, the uh, Yaguo by J.C. Newman. I know I, I tried that there. and But he's got something for everybody. So make sure you swing by Riverman Cigar Company of Crestwood, Missouri. And if you're not in the area or not swinging through the area to actually visit Dan in person, make sure you give him a call because Dan does mail order and he can be your brick and mortar when you don't have a brick and mortar. Amen. So Riverman Cigar Company of Crestwood, Missouri. So with that, cool. it's time that we go ahead and cut the cigar. As for the preferred cut method on this thing, given the fact that it does have that flat cap, I'm probably going to go ahead and do the V-cut side of my Calibri SV. I'm thinking I'm going to borrow your V-cutter too because I don't know if I'm precise enough Oh my! to do a uh, straight cut on this and do it justice. Yeah, and I'll tell you this. I need an ashtray, Jeff. Well, Jeff has got all the ashtrays, like, just shoved way over. Hey, he's got the deep V going on over there, too. Is that the deep V or is that the uh, SV? No, it's the deep V. Love this cutter. I know. I I nearly smoke everything with it now. I'll tell you, Dan, I I saw the uh, deep V for the first time at TPE earlier this year in January. And when I got back from that show, I bought myself one of those. And look at you with the, like, double i did, I did the cross cut, cut. yep and so i bought myself one of those and um i was using the uh, i had a zycar xo cutter uh for the state straight cuts and for whatever reason i lost that that did you just cough on the cold draw I really did. okay all right anyway <laughs> really hoped you'd give me a pass on that sorry nope. anyway um <clears throat> so i i lost my xo cutter and i don't know why i felt the need that I had to have a straight cutter. I just, I, I probably would have been perfectly fine with that V cutter, but I, I was, I was, in, I wanted that that straight cut. So it was an excuse for me to go out and buy another toy. So I went and bought that SV, and I love this. And thing. then it's, the day after, he found his other cutter. He I did. Lost. I ordered it, and then I found the the XO cutter. But um, <laughs> blamed his wife for it missing. <laughs> well, you know, and then she, found it in his bag. I, I did. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, since you're already 
coughing on the uh, cold draw over there. I what, really did. I what, don't know why. What are you getting on the, the cold draw there? Allspice. Allspice. Yep. Okay. You taste that? I can give you that. That yep. one I'll give you. Yep. This time I'll go ahead and give you that. Now it's time. Now, Dan, let me oh, ask you. Oh, Lord. Yeah, let's talk about you this folks for a minute. over there at McAuliffe, have you ever <clears throat> tried the cold retro hail? I've heard you guys talk about the cold retro hail. But I don't think that I, I got the game or the skill set because it just doesn't do a whole lot for me. <laughs> Fair enough. You know, to each their own. But you know who apparently it does do something for? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Nick is so butthurt. So so <laughs> Mr. Jonathan over at the Cigar Authority had a little comment this weekend. And we'll go ahead. He, and, he has drank the Kool-Aid on the cold retro. We'll, we'll go ahead and play that real quick. Yeah. So you lit yours already. But if you didn't. Like Barry's saying, you take a cold drawer on it before you smoke the cigar. I did. The, those little red balls, s- cinnamon. Atomic fireball. Atomic fireball. I was going to say, yeah. yeah. Or Red Hawks. On the finish of it. Absolutely. You know, you, the the fireball's gone, but that sort of taste especially, lingers. Especially on the uh, cold draw retro hill, which is becoming a thing now. Really? You, you made that <laughs> up or that's somebody that said it to you? No, no. That's the guys uh, from Cigar Pulpit. That's where I learned that trick. Hmm. I feel like going out and buying a bottle of Fireball. And- oh, yeah. Oh, Fireball when, yeah, tonight, 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 tonight When have you not two. felt like going out and buying a bottle of liquor, you bearded wonder? So, yeah, that's the second time that Mr. Jonathan has referenced you with the cold retro hail on the Cigar Authority. You're so bitter. I mean, of all the things, <laughs> of all the things for him to do as a takeaway from his appearance on our show, that's the thing that, that stuck with him. I've huh? left my mark on the cigar industry. Oh, Lord. <laughs> anyway. Okay, so cold retro. I'm, I'm hearing it talked about all over the country. See? I, I do think it's a big deal. Uh, you're feeding the beast, Dan. You're feeding the beast, man. Ooh, try that. <laughs> you know what I get? What? The same damn thing I got I on the cold draw. I'm not on this one. And I usually do. I'm getting more now that dried fruit flavor on the cold retro. Okay. But all spice on the cold draw. Ow. I guess we're lighting up now. Well, yeah. And uh... so, Dan, uh, what are what are you smoking there? So I wasn't able to find one before you're smoking. Maybe I need to join the uh, sample club. Mm-hmm. So that I can have some of these things come to my house. Nick Gervais can hook you up over at MyMonthlyCigars.com. Well, I've heard really good things about MyMonthlyCigars.com. And uh, one of the things I don't get to do is explore enough cigars across the industry. So it may be a cool way for me to do that. But in absence of that, I do smoke a lot of McAuliffe cigars. <laughs> I would imagine so. <laughs> actually, actually, we do too. <laughs> and right now, you know. It's not every day I get to be on the cigar pulpit, so I'm actually smoking the Leander Special Edition. Ooh, that's a fancy one. Yeah, nice stick. And it is one of our favorites. Uh, We're a little worried, though, because we only did 500 boxes, and uh, we're about to run out, and it'll be gone forever. Oh, man. Well, we don't want that. Well, Dan, um, well, for, the, for the folks at home, Jeff is uh, playing Mr. Mom today and had to just go inside for a moment. So so while he's gone, Dan, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you're doing here? I was saying, not that we're not happy that you're with us, but I mean, but. Yeah, this isn't just like, <laughs> it's two o'clock and I, I step out to have a smoke with you. Mm-hmm. We actually have something to talk about today that we're very excited at McAuliffe Cigars. We, uh, we, we've been working over the last year. We created an open strategy letter about how we were going to grow and work with brick and mortars across the country. And we, we announced that in January. And at the end of September, 
Uh, we're very happy and excited for our brick and mortar partners that we're no longer going to be on Cigar International or Thompson Cigars. We are going to be, we don't want to have a brick and mortar exclusive cigar. We want to be a brick and mortar exclusive company, which is pretty exciting for us. Wow. That's awesome. No, that that's a big deal because, um, look, I'm just going to, I'm just going to lay this out here from a business side of things. You know, you guys have to be in a position where maybe you're you're leaving quite a bit of money on the table by by stepping away from from those. Yeah. Uh, so so those I want to be entities, for something. And we want to be for the brick and mortars. And we knew earlier in the year, and and we've had just incredible as Andy Yaffe built up the national sales team, and we've been working around the country. We love working with family owned operators. They can make decisions. We can build programs together. There's just so many advantages to shops that have to back in us that understand what people like. Um, the online space, we're going to tackle it a different way. We have ambassadors and friends who want to get Macau cigars but may not have a shop close. Well, we're going to work with brick and mortars, family owned, to have an online presence. So we're getting the best of both worlds, but we're going to oh. do it with our friends in the industry and the people, you know, there may be a day that brick and mortar in your backyard are the only two places you can smoke. And we want to support the people where when it's yeah. minus five degrees yep. and your back patio is not a very good option that you can go down to a brick and mortar. We just see that's where the industry is going. So all of our investments are for brick and mortars now. And, uh, we're brick and mortar exclusive company. I think it's great. And and you just touched on something that I think is really interesting because it's something that Jeff and I, we obviously just mentioned when talking about um, Riverman Cigar Company, for example, is that, you know, Dan over at Riverman, he does that mail order service. You can call him up. You can say, hey, these are the cigars I want. He'll get it all packaged up and he'll mail it to you, you know, the next day. And and Dan, you know, he likes to do a little bit of a, a personal touch. You know, he's got some perfect cutters with the Riverman logo printed on them. So he'll throw one of those in. I know somebody ordered um, some cigars and he threw in uh, like a Riverman Cigar Company hat, you know, just that kind of little bonus stuff that he puts in the box just as kind of a thank you for, for doing business with him. And, you know, it's one of those things that it sounds like what you guys are talking about doing is developing up a network of shops like that, shops that carry McAuliffe cigars and that, you know, also have that either online presence or mail order ability to where, you know, if somebody lives somewhere that they, that they normally either can't find McAuliffe cigars or something like that, they can just call up one of these shops and get that same product, but at a better level of service than what they would get out of CI or Thompson or something like that. Yeah, no, that that's exactly right. I mean, we're okay. small business also, and, and we want to help our brick and mortar partners grow their business. So we've got this great ambassador program that you guys have talked about and been a part of. And... <coughs> Whoa. You okay there? <laughs> no. How's that CAO I'm good. Program? I'm good. <laughs> Somebody did a retro hail. It was a it was a mini retro hail. And let me tell you, when we actually get to the real one in a minute, <laughs> this is gonna be a thing. Oh my. I'm sorry. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, I, I would like to point out, by the way, as uh since you did just bring up the uh ambassador program here, um oh, look at you I at would the ready. Be, um, number thirty nine ten. Oh yeah, looking sharp. So, That's impressive, dude. I'm I proud know. of you for that. Oh, Gator, what I you got ready. going on? Do you have an ambassador coin? Ready. You know, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not as into the tech savviness that it was uh, the an bishop on, is. It was an online application. 
Yeah. It's literally an online application. Yeah. And you go and you do that. Can I blame COVID? No. <laughs> no. 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 So I will get on that. It's it's just you being lazy. My problem so. is Nick didn't tell me about it till after he got his, so his number would be higher than mine. Son of a bitch. I believe that hundred oh. percent. You gotta no. you're not winning. No, exactly. I want to throw something out here too. Exactly. He hates when I win. Not unlike, you know, with the uh, cigar authority mentioning me twice now and not you. Anyway. Anyway. Um so cold retrohale, it's a thing. Just um, talk. No, I wanted to point out that on your website one of the things that I really, really like that you guys do, and others may do this too, but it's one of the things that jumped out at me on yours, is your store locator. So you can go on there, put in your zip code, and it will tell you the stores all around you. And not only does it mention like Grand Cru, The Hill, of course, Riverman, Mm -hmm. um, over in St. Louis, St. Louis Cigars and whatnot. It's also got the Paducah Cigar Company. It's got Cigars, Cigars over in uh, Evansville, Indiana for me. Cigars by Aficionados, which is a store that I'd like to go play poker at, um, you know, and on down the line. So it's it's one of those really neat tools that if you're looking for McAuliffe Cigars, you've made it easy to find. Well, thank you for that. I'm, I'm actually sitting in my office and Sam is in the conference room with me and he uh, scrubbed that address list the other day. So he's smiling real big to hear somebody thank him for that. So thank you. Oh, it's, it's, it's very impressive and makes it very easy for someone to go find your sticks and know what lounge to go to, to get them. Yeah. That that's the heart of it. We want to make it easy. You know, we've also on the website, you may see the tasting passport. And I think the last time we spoke, we hadn't launched the tasting passport. No. And that's something I want to get to because I've seen a lot of it online, but I'd like for you to talk about like what that is. So what, what is the, the tasting passport. So even though we're a young company, we're only four years old. We have 16 blends in our form, in our family of products. We've got the legacy line and the bold line. And we, we go from $4 to $42 in terms of price points. So there's a lot of different blends and price points, but there's also a lot of different shapes. If you like small ring gauge, if you like Gordo, if you like Toro, we have 46 different Vitolas. So we thought that it would be fun to spend this year having a tasting passport where when you smoke your cigar, you've got a place that has the notes on it so that you kind of know what you may be tasting and then you can write your own notes. And as you complete the 16 different blends, you submit it to us. And every week we do a drawing where winners get gifts certificates to their favorite brick and mortar very cool that's awesome not not to uh, mention in december you've got the grand prize coming up we do have a grand prize where uh, a lucky winner or maybe a unlucky winner they're still going to have to come here and they're going to meet us at our headquarters we're going to have dinner and some events and humidor tours it's actually going to be a very fun package i hesitate because we've all been under COVID, so there's actually mm-hmm. an option that if you're not comfortable traveling We'll do something special for you in your city or community. We'll work it out to where you and, and your guests get to do something great. So we want to have you come visit us in Texas. But if that's not something you're comfortable with, we're certainly going to take care of you in your own town. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think, uh, Nick, the passport something we're going to have to do. I think it is. I think it is. It sounds like something that... I should have already been jumping on, quite frankly. Yeah, because I think we've, we may have missed out on some monthly prizes already. <laughs> I'm sure we have. Well, <laughs> shoot, the prizes range in value up to a grand. Yeah, wow. so I can yeah. give you guys an update. You're exactly right. Normally, it was going to be set at a grand once a month, but we went to the ambassadors. It's like having 5,000 board of directors, right? Our ambassadors, yeah. it's a great community. 
and we ask them, do you want to get a $1,000 prize each month or do you prefer to have it spread out each week? And so they thought it would be better if we did $250 every week. So that's what we're doing now. Oh, okay. More people way, in the in the pot. Yeah. Yeah. More people win and more brick and mortars win because when we call them up, we don't say, hey, we're going to give you a product credit. We say, hey, here's our credit card number. Here's $250. You know, buy the smokes that you love. <laughs> Whether wow. it's a McAuliffe or a CAO like you're smoking today, we want yeah. people to have fun and it to be good for the retailer. Very cool. Well, and that is nice because you're spreading the spreading the the love to the the smoker him him or himself herself, and and they get the product. You get the store that gets uh, some some money in their pocket. Which let's be real in these in this day and age of COVID, you know they're they're doing everything they can to. Uh, to scrape by and continue to, to bring that register. And then, you know, you guys are getting the goodwill and, and uh, everything as well as the fact that, let's be real, people have to go out and get the cigars in order to try them for the uh, the tasting passport. So it all works yeah, out for which everybody. Is good, which is good. It's kind of a win-win-win. You know, yeah. McAuliffe, it helps us grow our business and get people trying all the blends. The retailers mm-hmm. bring them into their shelves. And then we help drive the consumer demand for the retailers so that they're not just in their shop uh, sitting on the shelf. Well, and I'll tell you what else I like about this tasting passport idea is um, everybody has their their preconceived um, biases towards cigars. You know, some people are like, oh, you know, I really just uh, I really like this this specific um, uh, leaf type or I like this specific um, Vitola size or something sure. like that. Like I'm I'm not usually one for, um, oh, like a like a thinner ring gauge I, I i tend to stick more 52 and above you know that kind of thing but i know that you obviously have some some smaller thinner vitolas in your catalog and so in order to complete the tasting passport i'd have to try those and maybe i'd be like rob jones and be wrong and actually think that that 46 uh you know uh, um, uh medallia medallia sorry yeah, uh, no, was uh, was actually better than the toro but you know i'm I'm still sticking with the toro on that one so well you know nick one of the things to to just point out when you go through the passport it doesn't matter which ring gauge size you want we're just trying to get mm. people to experience the different blend blends that are in the portfolio so yeah. if you pick a medallia there's three different sizes that you can choose from Okay, so you're not necessarily drilling down on the passport to where, you know, you have to try the 46 and the 52. To, no, we just know. want to get people exposure. Oh, okay. You know, maybe you uh, you like the Magdalia a lot, and you've never had the Herencia Habano, and you, you didn't know what it was, but after you smoke it, you're like, both of these are really great cigars. You know, and we're trying yeah. to get discovery across the portfolio, not deep into every ring gauge. I gotcha. Well, like, I, and, and to your point... You know, when I when I'm smoking uh, McAuliffe cigars, typically my go tos are the the Medallia or the uh, the Grande Bull Maduro, and so it's like usually one of those two that I'm smoking. But but you're right. I mean, you, there's a there's a variety of different you know cigars that you guys make that realistically I don't really venture to on a frequent basis, just because I know I really like those two and I stick with those two. But this is a good way to make you break out of that. Precisely. I like it. Thanks for joining the conversation again. <laughs> well, okay. So for full disclosure. I had to bust you out. For full disclosure to Dan over at McAuliffe and to the listeners, twice now I've had to go in and take care of emergencies with my daughter, Addie. 
I'm Mr. Momming it a little bit today. The internet went down, and we we talked about that while you were going. Okay, the first when time. you're ten <laughs> and there's no internet, it, there it might as well be raining mortars onto the planet. You know. <laughs> yeah, it was. I didn't have that problem when it, I was ten. It was essentially Armageddon for her in there at that moment. So. I didn't have that problem yeah. when I was ten. I think there were still dial-up minutes and stuff back when I was 10. I, I, I'm almost positive I've mentioned this before on the cast, but when I was 12 years old was the first time I ever touched a computer. It was a Radio Shack TSR-80. Now, see, Dan has some unique uh, perspective on this. As in a previous <laughs> life, bef- before before McAuliffe, yep. Dan worked for Microsoft. Did you really? Yeah, I, w- I was with Microsoft for 20 years. And I actually, I think I started on like a an Apple II... E or C, I forgot the the letters, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm with you. I started at a much earlier age on something that doesn't even resemble anything that exists today. My first Macintosh computer I worked on was at the County Journal in Percy, Illinois, and it was a classic. Yeah, absolutely. it was a, a Macintosh classic. I know it. I can feel it. You're doing that layout work, right? Yeah, exactly. I I think I think I still have that computer. I'm sure it would boot up. You couldn't do much with it now, but yeah, yeah. My my iPhone has ten times or a hundred times or a thousand times the memory of that little classic. But man, back in the day, it was something. I got to tell you, it's a huge mind shift going from high tech industry with the rate of change to the cigar industry, where you know it's all about tradition and and has changed and, forever. Uh-huh. Yeah, it had changed in like four hundred years. Uh, nor you're, nor you're, should you're, it. You're dragging some brick and mortars into the the uh, point of sale system age at the register and everything. I mean, yeah. Oh my gosh. But That's I'll funny. I'll tell you something that I, that I learned real. So I've been president for a little over a year now. The cigar industry it's as complicated and as hard to build cigars and bring them to market and get them sold as any business. You know, just because there's a lot of old traditions that we love and the artisans and craftsmen that create them, the actual, you know, from Nicaragua to marketing it, to selling it, um, it's a tough business. And that's why we're excited about the business innovation that we're doing. You know, ultimate inventory, for example, you know, every brick and mortar. That's another thing I wanted to touch on. So that's great. Yeah. Every brick and mortar can't, they can't carry 46 different facings, but McAuliffe's we're just wired that when you, ask for one of our products we want the retailer to be able to say yes and we just drop ship it from our warehouse and it's a great way for the retailer to collect on the revenue up front and the customer to get exactly what we what they want so it's a ultimate inventory helps some brick and mortars out during covid when they couldn't get into their shops they could keep selling product so it's uh it's been a really great program for us that'll keep growing and it's just another example how in the background we're really betting on the brick and mortars and we love them because they can make decisions and move fast. No, that's fantastic. That's really great. And yeah, like I said, or I wanted to touch on that because it was specifically during the whole COVID shutdown and everything when everybody was doing at best curbside pickup that, um, I had heard about this and, um, it seemed like a great way for you guys as a brand to, um, continue to get sales and promote yourself out there to the consumer while at the same time uh, aiding the the retailers that were really struggling. Yeah, it was a, it was an easy decision for us because we have all the product here in the U.S. Uh, we bring all of our product from Nicaragua up right away, and not everybody does that in the cigar industry. So 
because we're small business people, we're like, the thing that hurts on the most is inventory carrying cost and something like COVID. And we're like, well, hell, we don't have to hurt people. Let's just let them sell it directly, collect the cash, and we'll ship it for them and settle up on the back end. Yeah. Well, now, and so you just brought up a very interesting point, and I don't want to like, you know, if if you don't want to get into this because, you know, it might like, I don't want to be seeming like we're picking on other manufacturers and whatnot, but but maybe just from a logistical business standpoint, is it the S-chip tax why most manufacturers don't store cigars in the United States and, and warehouse them here and then ship them out, you know? Because you sure. hear that a lot from some of these manufacturers that, oh, you know, we keep them down there and then we ship them up and, and then we distribute them to the to You know, the your, your, your analysis is exactly right. You know, you're looking at between 47, 50 cents per stick is that federal tax that you just mentioned. Mm-hmm. And so if you bring in, you know, 100,000 cigars, that's $50,000 in tax. That you, and it's very hard to manage your cash flow that way. And we're, we're fortunate, you know, when Al McAuliffe started McAuliffe Cigars, he has a manufacturing company too. And he hates back orders. He's been in the auto industry. And so we bought the factory in Esteli, which is our factory, and then we strategically bought more tobacco than we'd need the first five years so that we had the inventory of raw tobacco. We didn't know how we'd blend it or which sticks they'd end up as. And then we bring everything into the U.S. So we were just incredibly fortunate to kind of start with a strong foundation. And then we realized in hard times what we could do with it to help others. Very cool. That's awesome. Well, Jeff, taking a brief break for a moment. What are you getting on your CAO? You know what? It's a very, very flavorful stick. Well, like, what flavors are you getting? <laughs> it's he couldn't just let that go. No, no. it's uh, well, I have been running around rebooting the internet and checking on a broken garage door, and it's been a it's been a whole cluster here. Before we even went on, we're ready to record with Dan, God love him, from McAuliffe, and my neighbor decides to pressure wash his house, mm-hmm. and we're just like, well, we're gonna have to hold off a minute. Yeah. <laughs> And Nick's like, well, you go over and ask him to stop. And he said, I can't do that. <laughs> so anyway, but no, it's actually a very good stick. Actually, I'm getting a little bit of pepper on it. You actually volunteered to go over and cut the hose. I did actually. At one point. <laughs> it, it was becoming very frustrating. It was like he fired up literally five minutes before we were going to go on and record. And I'm like, oh, no, this is going to go on all day. Um, but no, it's I'm getting a little bit of pepper on it. Um, yeah. I might even be getting a little bit of hay. A little bit of that earthy flavor, you know, like like people call it barnyard, but barnyard doesn't sound right to me. But you know, like that hay straw Maybe, flavor. Yeah, are it, you getting that? I uh, to a degree. It, it's it's just for me. It's just a really heavy smoke. This is a this is a now. It, this isn't overwhelming me. It's a meaty cigar, Jeff. How, a, I said there's a lot I'm going not, on. I'm not yeah. saying it's like overwhelming, but it this is definitely a full bodied cigar. This mm-hmm. has got. You know, some strength to it. It's luckily the second stick of the day for me. It would have been a hard uh, first cigar. This would be my first of the day. You at least ate, though. (laughs) That's true. I did eat. Dan, I swear to God, I have have seen him smoke a couple of really strong cigars. And we were out shooting one day, and I thought he was going to pass out. I can tell you right now, it was uh, Diaz de Gloria by A.J. Fernandez. I I, uh, smoked one of those while I was driving down to his farm to go shooting. And I finished it right when we got there, or right when I got there. And, you know, we're setting up the, the targets, targets and, and yeah. everything like that and whatnot. And I'm looking in the travel humidor, what else I have. And I'm just kind of looking and I'm like, 
boy, you know what? I really liked that one on the way down, and I got another one. It's like, I'll just light up another one of those. I got like a third of the way into that thing, and I'm just swimming, man. I mean, I'm my head is swimming. My stomach is hurting and everything, and it was purely just because I'm smoking two AJ cigars back-to-back with no with food in the stomach, stomach at yeah. all. And thankfully, your friend happened to have that little fun size Snickers. Yeah. And so I was able to turn from Joe Pesci it, back into myself. It was so. just like the commercials. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, you're getting crabby. Have a Snickers. Um, it, now, that actually happened to me one time. And I was smoking. Now, this is a local uh, cigar shop that rolls their own. It's called El Indigo up in uh, Charleston, Illinois. And it's it's a really small little shop. Great guy that owns it. He's he's got a know, small humidor yep. with a few brands in it and everything. But then, like you said, he rolls his own rolls cigars, his own. and so it's one of those things. People go there. You can get other other people's stuff, but typically you're going there for for his and cigars. I was up in Peoria, Illinois, covering I think it was uh, the softball state finals for our team. And after it was over, I'm driving back. I'm smoking one of the cigars, and I got back. Not quite to Springfield, Illinois, maybe around Lincoln, and I literally had to pull over on an on-ramp, oh. off-ramp thing, and sit there for a while, because I, w- I had gotten so dizzy from the cigar that I didn't feel like I was safe to drive. So, you know, some of those some of those heavier cigars will really get to you on an empty stomach. Yeah. Guys, I got to tell you, one of the brands I love to smoke outside of McAuliffe is Roma Craft. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yep. And the Neanderthal... I love that cigar. <laughs> yep. Yes. But it has to be strategically placed in the day after a meal for me. Yes, it does. <laughs> yes, it does. And you know what's so funny since you bring that one up? It, it's it's the Jeff here, Mr. I like my bio Connecticut shade grown and everything like that. You know, we put together our top 10 of, of the previous year's worth of podcasts. And what comes up on your top 10, but the Roma craft Neanderthal, <laughs> which, which is definitely a, my wheelhouse kind of smoke. But then for you to bring it up, it was just kind of surprising. I know. It, right. Yeah. But it, a lot of that is when we smoke the cigar, cause you and I have made the mistake of stroking a smoke or stroking. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> What's that was on, Whoa. Yeah. Anybody that listens to the cast will go right along with Whoa. that. So, <laughs> um, but we we made we have made the mistake on more than one occasion of recording in the morning, and it's a really meaty cigar, and it will it will do some damage to me. It'll destroy your day. Yeah, you know if you if you smoke too strong of a cigar, I got to work early up to enough it. in the day. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, so I I think if I had smoked that Neanderthal at ten in the morning as opposed to nine thirty at night, it may have been a different story okay, for me. Okay, okay, yeah. all right. But you know it is what it is. So and it that by the way the CAO that we're smoking has the uh, blunt cap or the flat cap or what do you call it? Like yeah, the flat cap. Yeah. On so it. does the Neanderthal and yeah, it was it was a very good cigar. Why don't, now why don't, you? It's time for you and I to do the retro. Well, band. why don't you do that? Real I'm going quick. to. Yeah, that way I can see your head explode here. No. Oh, what? what? <laughs> oh my god! <coughs> oh god! Oh. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Woo. Okay, so there's pepper on the retro. I need I need like a standing eight count here real there's, quick. There's pepper on the retro. Kind of it's, it's a red pepper. It's a it's a spice and pepper. It burns to breathe. Yes. At it this hurts. Moment. It it's it's that one of those it it's almost like when you go underneath water 
and you and that you, burn. And you, and you yes, and you breathe in when you're underwater, yep. and then you come out and you're gagging and everything like that, and it kind of like your your yeah. sinuses are just really like bleached almost. Yeah, from this, that. Yeah, this is this has got some some strength to the retro hail. Yeah, on this it one. really does. Yeah, it changes the uh, uh, complexity quite a bit. It does. Oh my Ooh. gosh. Yeah. Wow. I I don't even know where to go from that. Wow. <laughs> I wish your audience could see you guys like I can right now. Oh, the retro know, videos are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it, I, I'm leaning in now because I'm I'm off camera trying to social distance from Nick, not because of COVID, just because I don't want to get close to him. But um, <laughs> he, uh, he when he does the retro hails, his head essentially explodes, and it is the greatest thing to watch. I swear, on more than one occasion, I've seen smoke come out of his headphones. Just three years. <laughs> and I like how there's a complete flush of his face and it just lights yes. up very red. Yes. That's yeah. <laughs> I, I have been accused of being very easily blushed. So, so yeah. 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 <laughs> Normally it's stuff I say. Corey brought it up quite a bit that night with Savannah in Las Vegas. Oh, I bet. Yeah. That was should we go into that story with I, Dan? I mean <laughs> we don't need to. Nick was hitting on a trainee in I Vegas. Was not, it was look, it was not a tranny in Vegas, <laughs> thank you very much. But, Are you sure? Well, no, I didn't. Okay, anyway. I, didn't, I didn't pay her for the visit to the room, so I don't really know what happened there. So, so circling back to the call of cigars. So, this is what happens when you're hanging out with a cigar broker the night before TPE oh, in man. Las Vegas. That was a bad. <laughs> Cor- Corey Frisbee, and I don't know if you know him or not, but Corey Frisbee is the greatest guy in the world, and he will get you in so much trouble. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a I, real thing. The sad part was he and I were both tired from traveling in town. We met at the bar for one drink and a cigar, and then we were going to go grab something to eat, and that was going to be the night. And was. it turned out that we ended up not getting any food, had many, 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 many more drinks than just one, many more cigars than just one, and then he's like, you know, I can find a hooker. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, wait, what? And he goes, that girl right there. And he, and so then he just starts like talking to her and then she comes down and that was the way that night went is, yeah. So you and Corey shared a hooker. Is that what you're no, telling us all? No, no, no. There <laughs> okay. was no transaction that took place. Let's put it this way. I didn't have any money. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. But it worked out for the best because again, there is question of, whether or not she was a man, but yeah. you know, I <laughs> you could have answered that quickly. I was incredibly drunk, and so that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> oh my god, Dan, I want to apologize. <laughs> this is the best part about coming on somebody else's show. We would never do this on our show, so thank you oh, for mm-hmm. my day. <laughs> Understandably so. Well, and see. I know you guys uh, have a good relationship with like Rob and Brian over at Cigar Talk and whatnot, and you know Rob and Brian, they uh, they uh, they put on a very nice um, family friendly show they too, do. you know, and everything. But um, they're deviants too, and they just don't show it as well as we do. <laughs> we, we sponsor <laughs> we, the PG thirteen portion of their show. I yes. see. <laughs> we, we over here at the pulpit, we just like to let the freak flag fly. Yeah, it just it yeah. flies freely. It so. does. <laughs> anyway, so circling back to McAuliffe, which I tried to do already, and Nick kept talking about the tranny. So, <laughs> I, I, I and you guys may have covered this because, it, it, full disclosure, I have had to get up and leave a couple of times to deal with you know household emergencies and mm-hmm. whatnot. But 
um, have we talked at all about like the the start of McAuliffe and how it was founded and everything? No, but you can ask that if there you like. go. That's what I'd like to ask. <laughs> well, I just got to for full disclosure. There's no trannies that were any part of the creation of my McAuliffe cigar. That's good. That's good. That's good. <laughs> Boy, if there's a tagline for this show, it's there, there were go. no trannies in the creation of McAuliffe cigars. Yes. <laughs> and no animals were harmed. Yeah, no animals were harmed. Everybody there were no animals that night. <laughs> oh, no, well, actually, I was referencing uh, me petting our uh, long-haired chihuahua earlier. Oh, okay. Nick All was right. watching that go down and quite disturbed. It's unsettling. So, yeah. Anyway. I I like to point out to our, just, our little just, our long haired Chihuahua. Will you just let him answer well, about McCall? Let me tell the story and then I will. <laughs> so I apologize, Dan. We're usually we usually apologize to Dan Ponder, so we're used to saying sorry, Dan. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, uh, so no, my long haired Chihuahua's out here now. I often when those ASPCA commercials come on, I like she's a rescue dog, so I like to take her up close to the TV and let her see it, so she understands where she could have been. <laughs> God. There's there's so many questions I have now. <laughs> I'm like Lucy, there for the grace of God. There for the grace of God. You know, his dog just starts shivering as soon as she hears the uh, Sarah, Sarah McLaughlin song come on. You know, yeah, it's old. My dogs oh my put God. on their shiver when they hear the song come on. And I'm like, come right, on, guys, get over it. I know. <laughs> so, McAuliffe cigars. All right, we'll call this like Take Eighty Three, McAuliffe cigars. Yeah, I know, right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> how how did it all start? McAuliffe started. So, Al McAuliffe, he's been very successful in a couple other industries. One of the things he enjoyed was smoking cigars. The Gomez Sanchez family was in town, and they were rolling cigars. And we spent an afternoon with them in our favorite lounge in Fort Worth. And Al asked them, can you roll a cigar for me? And they said, absolutely. Now, it didn't come out in that kind of English because they're Cuban. So it's mm-hmm. kind of like C. And <laughs> from that became the Reserva Cigar, which is our kind of flagship cigar. And they Ooh. had been watching what Al was smoking. And they built him a blend that once he got, he said, hey, not only do I love the blend, I think that the cigar industry, I could do something in it that would be good for the industry and would be a lot of fun. And we kicked off, I think it was uh, 2017, at the end of 2017, 2018, we were at IPCPR. You know, like any new company, there's a, there's a lot of storming and norming that takes place. Uh, the best news is we've always had great products. But in those first two years, we struggled as we were trying to figure out what sales strategy to use. And so there's some brick and mortars who early on, we didn't serve at the level of excellence that we would like to serve them today. You know, and I just say that because when you're a four-year-old company, you get some bruises that happen to you also. But as uh, Al started it and had the confidence to uh, keep going, we really doubled down this year. And we're going to have seven full-time sellers by the end of this year. They're already hired. Um, we're going to have great coverage east of the Rocky Mountains. So if you start at the Rocky Mountains and move east, we've got great products. And then we, we brought in Amanda McAuliffe, his daughter. She'd been out in L.A. for 20 years making movies and uh, social media. She joined us as a marketing person. So now we've got Alan Davis, who's the uh, president of McAuliffe SA, our factory. He'd been with Al for 40 years doing global manufacturing and supply chain We've got Amanda, who brings in this great storytelling and, and media perspective. And then Andy Yaffe, who uh, has built a great career 
with uh, Nat Sherman and LFD, just so everybody knows. Those are two companies that we both admire. And the Nat Sherman story is kind of sad. He's our national sales director. So we've really built a sales team that's very customer service focused. And we're having a, a great year. And it's all the success with the brick and mortars that made it an easy decision to leave CI. I mean, we're just excited about our future and what we can do with family-owned businesses. So when does that take place? When does that departure from CI and Thompson, you know, kind of take place? So we're finishing the final details on buying back our inventory because we want mm-hmm. all the inventory back, but it's, it's, it's a done deal. There's no uh, getting married a second time that'll happen there. We, uh, we're respectful people, so we maintain the relationships in a positive way. But um, it, it will be opposite of our business model, which is going to be brick and mortar exclusive. Gotcha. So at this point, folks need to find McAuliffe Cigars in brick and mortar source. And again, if you go to their website, there's an easy locator on there for you. In addition to the passport and a lot of other really cool features. I was sitting trolling through the website while we were talking, and you guys really have a nice uh, structure to it. Didn't fill out the ambassador form while you were there, though, huh? No, but I will do that. <laughs> so the next time you're on, I'll have my coin to show you. Actually, I probably won't. Ambassadors don't let their friends fail, I, I, just so you I, know. I probably won't have the coin because, as Nick knows, I lose everything. So I'll give him my coin to keep for me. There we go. Yeah, that's going to be the best way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where's the cutter from Bjorn? Oh, no, I have Bjorn's cutter here. Where's, where's Eyes Bjorn? on Bjorn. Oh, eyes on the cutter, Bjorn. Yes. Eyes are on the cutter. We have a uh, listener from Sweden who was kind enough to send us a couple of cutters from his shop in uh, in Sweden there. And um, he, uh, uh, I, I always like to point out to Bjorn that I have eyes on the cutter because Jeff loses them. Although, man. I know. it's I've, I've <laughs> you've, yeah. You've, you've used that, that cutter quite a bit. Yes, that cutter has seen better days, yes. <laughs> but, uh, no, I actually lost it for three months in my Jeep and then refound it. It's a long story that I don't want to go into. <laughs> I clean my Jeep. I can't imagine I, that. I only clean my Jeep at the, at the beginning of spring when I'm going to possibly put the top down and maybe once again during the summer so I can put the top down again, and that's about it. So. Yeah, heaven forbid you actually have to transport somebody other than yourself in that thing. Oh, yeah, because nobody else some days can fit in it. I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of a hoarder. and yeah, It's, it's not a, so much a hoarder as much as a slob. Both. Yeah, And that's a bad combination. Okay. Yeah. So. Hey, how's that, CA, how's that CAO smoking? It's, it's smoking really good. Of the way this is putting off a lot of smoke. It's got a lot of flavor. I don't think I'm going to do another retro hail. Because that damaged me. Yeah, you're a little further along than I am, I am, Jeff, despite the fact that you've been running inside the house so much. Well, it's because I've been putting the cigar down, and you've been, you know, talking and smoking, but I'm still ahead. So. It's valid. I'm about halfway. And, I tend to um, smoke faster than Nick does, so. It's a, it's a good cigar. How Now, now you were once again smoking what from McAuliffe there? I was smoking the uh, Landa Special Edition. Yeah. Which is one of our kind of celebration cigars. Every time we talk about our newfound freedom and support of the brick and mortars we get excited (laughs) so it's been it's been a really cool afternoon hanging out with you guys learning about the cao it's a flathead right Mm -hmm. yep it's a flathead v19 and as we said this came to us in the uh September, my monthly cigars box. It's the camshaft size, is that right? Yeah. Well, all of the flathead CAOs are, I believe, named after car parts. Okay, then. Or something related to, you know, cars. And so, yes, this is the camshaft. I can't wait to smoke the muffler bearing. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I think that one's still uh, on the drawing board. Is that code for something? 
It, you've never heard of muffler bearings? <laughs> they're, they're, okay, if you, if you go into an auto parts store, like, you know, a Napa or, a, you know, All Pro or whatever it might be, the usually you can find the muffler bearings right next to the blinker fluid. Blinker fluid. Yep. Gotcha. Yep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is... This is what you get. Dan's sitting here thinking, just thinking what to have himself, I done? what have I done? <laughs> I hear I thought I was going to go on a show and be able to talk about McAuliffe, and we're talking about muffler bearings, for God's sakes. <laughs> no, it's been, it's been a great way to spend the afternoon, to be honest with you. Yeah, we're making a lot of progress in a lot of areas, and just to have some fun and enjoy the moment, you guys were perfect distraction for the afternoon <laughs> we are indeed a distraction we hear that from our <laughs> listeners quite a bit actually so. well dan dan does listen to us yeah i definitely enjoy the show yeah well, dan, dan has pointed out that he listens to a number of podcasts and um which one of us do you like better now that's a that's an <laughs> on the spot cast kind of, <laughs> that's an on the spot kind of question there i mean i know it's me but you don't have to say it <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm still searching for clarification. People are podcasts. Oh no, uh, of of Nick and I, of the Bishop and the Gator. It's it's the Gator, right? Yeah. I gotta say that I think the Gator is an essential part of the show. <laughs> Loosen up the Bishop. All right then. I, I think that's a good um, way to put it. So uh, most people most people explain it as just I'm carrying him, but you know whatever. I'll I'll take what I can get. I'm rattled here. I'm like losing my train of thought. So hey, no, don't feel bad. Thank God Rob has Bryant. If, yes. If, if Rob didn't have Bryant, I mean, where would that show be? I, You know, I agree because I'll say this. Well, if Al didn't have Melissa, think well, about that, that. That's true. That's yeah. true. And I'll say this. We've had both Rob and Bryant onto our show. We have. Uh, on different times, different episodes. And I'd just like to point out that one of those episodes is in was what fourth or fifth in our top five yeah. most listened to ever. Yeah. yeah. And it was Bryant. I, I see why. I get it. I mean, have you heard Bryant talking to Alan Melissa? Yeah, yeah that's great. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. You know, they're 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 fantastic. So, no, I Bryant Bryant is a compelling individual that I think Rob needs to let have you, more. Are you, why more. are you crapping on Rob? I just think Bryant has because a lot it's to. Easy. <laughs> see, see? No, I think I think Brian has a lot more to bring to the show, and I think Rob's holding him back. Oh my god! I'm just I'm putting it out there, right there. I think you know you I know Rob's holding him back. You know I think, Rob. I think Brian needs to have more more airtime. I'm going to do a direct message to Rob here. I think that is Nick's way of trying to get Brian to be his co-host instead of me. <laughs> I think that's what that was. I mean, it was a veiled effort, but I'm just saying, yeah. yeah, an effort nonetheless. There you go. He's tried to replace me since show one, <laughs> and it's really disconcerting. I will say that Melissa Roman has become awesome. Mm-hmm. I love her on Al's show. Oh, yeah. She was a little intrepid about starting it, and now she is in full speed. She ha- she is, and, you know, she... Uh, you know, we haven't mentioned the name of their show. The Good Cigar. Yeah. yeah. We haven't Good even cigar. mentioned that. Just, just Al and Melissa. People are out there going, well, who are they talking hey. about? Oh, I would hope that by now our <laughs> listeners know Al and Melissa. But, um, How could you not? But no, you're right. They have a really good chemistry together. And, you know, I'll tell you, and I told Al this, so I'm just going to go ahead and say it. There was an episode maybe, oh, about a month and a half ago maybe, where those two just got blitzed. On their episode, on their show, they were drinking. I, I the, <laughs> they were drinking this rum punch, and like they just got <laughs> blitzed. 
And I that was the most entertaining show. Like I, I mean, I told I called Al like after I got done with it and I'm like, Al, you guys have to make sure you just get annihilated every time you record because that was the best. Oh, that's funny. I also gave him some suggestions for the, the little sound clips that he needed to play. He's taken up some of them, so that's good. <laughs> Nick, Nick loves the soundboard. Oh, yes. Yeah. I do love the <laughs> It's fun. It is his new favorite toy. It is. I've been good to you lately. You have been. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't played the bidet noise or anything well, like that. And there's no need. It's, I, I, you know, I think it's been played to death. And you don't even know it's truly that. Yeah. But I'm never going to admit either way. Well, anyway. So... <laughs> Well, Dan, we really appreciate you coming on the show. And is there anything else that you want to uh, to share with our listeners? Um, let them know things that McAuliffe has uh, either going on or coming up that, that they need to know. Well, I, I just want to say thank you. It's been a blast hanging out with you all this afternoon. I learned a lot of things that I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's one way of putting it. <laughs> me, me, me torturing my dog and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think, you know, from the Macau side, we just appreciate everything that you and the Good Cigar and Rob and everybody's out there doing, building this content that we all enjoy. It's uh, it's fantastic. And, you know, we're just going to stay focused on building great cigars and working with family-owned brick and mortars. We think it's a winning combination. No, I think it's great that you guys are doubling down and, and going all in with the brick and mortars because... You know, it's it's like you pointed out. They they are more than just a shop. Yep. You know, they are they are the the local community hub for the cigar industry and the cigar community. The last and, vestige. And also, as exactly, they're the place that you know you can go and have a cigar and smoke indoors. And you know, look, if you're living in South Florida or you know San Diego or maybe in the warmer parts of Texas. You know, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna be able to smoke outside all year round. But for those of us like Jeff and I living in the St. Louis yep. area, you know, I mean, this time of year, right now, it's getting down into the mid to low fifties at night, which and, I love, and which is which yeah. is pretty good. But Nick, Nick bundles up like he's in Alaska. Yeah, but but the thing is, you end up in a situation where. If it gets much colder than that, yep. and then, I mean, my God, let's not even talk about January when we might be looking at a high of like 10, you yeah. know, uh, you can't you can't sit outside in that. I mean, you can't do that. So you need that lounge. You need that indoor space. And you got to support them if you want them to be there. Precisely. Yep. So we really thank you guys for, for not only coming on, but also throwing your weight behind the brick and mortar. And, and, and I promise we will smoke a McAuliffe cigar coming up uh, hopefully the first uh, Tuesday in October. Hopefully. Hopefully. If not, it'll be the second, but we're going to grab grab them, and especially if Dan's got them over at Riverman, makes it real easy. <laughs> yep. We'll go over and get the uh, the McAuliffe. I'm all in. Well, we appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for the afternoon. Dan, thank, thank you, you Dan. brother. So that was great. Yeah. What a, what a nice guy. Dan Thompson is a really, really nice guy. Yeah. Um, McAuliffe I've, Cigars. I've I can't wait to try the A. I've encountered him a couple of different times, and dude, just every time, he's just so personable and down to earth, and he just he loves smoking cigars. And again, I do want to really thank him for uh, uh, being so gracious as to um, want to come on to an episode with us when we were not smoking a McAuliffe cigar. Because yep. again, it is it is important to me to be smoking the product 
of which the uh, the guest is associated. And we will rectify and, that shortly. Yeah, that. But I I thought it was really cool that he's just like, dude, we're about cigars. It doesn't matter if it's if it's ours or if it's CAO or whatever. You know, we we just. We want to get out. We want to talk about the brick and mortar, um, you know, promo- initiative. You know, yeah. Initiative, and uh, we just we really want to get out there. So I well, thought it was great. Speaking of CAO, what are you uh, getting? You're down to the final third. There, I am. I think I have officially entered the final third of the cigar. Final third cigars dot com. Cigar. And, oh my god! <laughs> you caught me. You caught me. It's final third cigar dot com. You're right. <laughs> I'm down to the broccoli, get, Rob. Getting down to the broccoli that here. That doesn't make any sense. You know what? Just just learn to live with it, Jeff. Oh my god, it's what it is. So getting down and to the down to the we, broccoli. We had the listener reach out that actually came up with that. Yes, and I'd like to point out that we incorrectly attributed that to my six thirty five millimeter, and in reality, it was uh, T Smith. That it was actually, and um, we that was a a uh, that was a error. error. We needed to an clarify error on our part. Yes, and. Um, you know, we uh, we needed to uh, to make sure that we corrected that because we love T Smith you know, and my sticks thirty five millimeter. It's true, you know, along and, with broccoli Rob and T Smith goes by. Uh, this is my cigar account on yep. on Instagram. There so, you go. But yeah, we uh, we want to point out that he was the one who originated the down to the broccoli. Do you want to try the final third retro hill? Because I'm I'm down uh, to the nub on this thing. You ready? Okay. Okay. You go first. <laughs> um. Okay, the pepper is present. Ouch! But I think it's less. It is, but it it hurts. It's definitely it still present. Hurts. But I think it's less. Oh. That's the interesting thing. I will say that about this this CAO this cigar. It's the CAO Flathead V nineteen, and um, this cigar has has gotten a little softer it as has. it's gone along. Um, it's had a lot going on. It has had a lot going on in the in. The final third of this thing, normally the final third of the cigar is when it like ramps back up and kicks you in the teeth. This cigar, on the other hand, it, it, it's not been that way. It's it's had a little less going and I on. I think that's made me enjoy in the, it more. In the back part yep. of it, yeah. Yep. So, interesting. Well, this CAO does come to us from the September My Monthly Cigars box. What is MyMonthlyCigars.com, Nick? It's a monthly subscription service where you can get a box of cigars sent to your door every uh well, every every month, every and month, every, my monthly. It's a monthly, yeah, and, yeah. And so, anyway, don't get that confused with Nick's monthly. What? Huh? Anyway, <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> I just got that you ass manstrating. Anyway, um, <laughs> God, you just are so like <laughs> intent on throwing me off today. Oh my God. Um, anyway, love it's, you, Nick. It's a robusto, but we get the robusto box, which is four cigars for thirty dollars. There's also the El Presidente box, which is eight cigars for fifty dollars. Right. Yeah. I'm gonna periodically quiz you throughout these okay. things, you know, because I want to make sure you're paying attention. I wander off. I know. A lot. And the uh, both the robusto and the uh, uh, El Presidente are covered by the MSRP guarantee, which states that the value of the cigars is uh, going to be equal or greater than the price of the box. And so I think for September we did the math, and it's right around. It's right around forty to forty-two dollars, and so that you're getting, you know, a value. You're saving anywhere between ten and twelve dollars on the robusto box, and upwards of thirty plus on the El Presidente. Precisely. So yeah. I mean, it's a it's a good deal, and it lets you try out various cigars that you haven't had before. And the nice thing is, you can um, 
try them out before you maybe invest in a box or anything yeah. like that. And then if you like them, you go to your brick and mortar or you go to mymonthlycigars.com and, uh, you know, to their online store and you pick up some. And it's, it's, it's a good way of trying cigars. I would have likely never tried that Ave Maria. Do you hear that? No, I don't hear anything. What are you doing? I didn't do anything. Anyway, but I likely wouldn't have tried that cigar and a lot of others that I have come to really enjoy. And there, it's all because I got to sample them through my monthly cigars.com. There were, there were some cigars on both of our top 10 lists for the year that, that came from the uh, My Monthly Boxes. And so if you want to get in on the My Monthly Boxes and smoke along with us on Fridays. Why would you not? And that's the thing. We've got a number of listeners that have started doing that. And I think that's awesome because, yeah. you know, it, it, you guys can smoke along with us. You can try them. You can get the flavor notes with us and everything. And you can tell us if you think that we're, uh, we're on point or if we're just, you know, full of crap. You can uh, go over to MyMonthlyCigars.com, sign up for yourself, and when you do so, make sure you use offer code PULPIT. P-U-L-P-I-T. And that gets you free shipping on the first box, or it gets you 20% off any of the items on the online store, because as I said, he's got the online store where you can get some of the cigars that have been in the previous boxes, but then also other cigars, because he's got a ton of stuff on that online store well, that had, you know, stuff that hasn't even been in the boxes before. The beauty of My Monthly Cigars, too, is Nick Gervais. It's a small company, yep. and you're supporting a local guy doing doing what he's doing. That's exactly it. You know, I mean, you know, we're talking quite a bit about online cigar people yep. in this episode, and, you know, unlike CI, unlike Thompson's, Nick over at My Monthly, he is a small businessman. He's he's running the business entirely on his own, and when you're buying a box of cigars from him, you know you're helping a small business. So, Amen. Anyway, mymonthlycigars.com. Mymonthlycigars.com. So, Nicholas. Yes. I have finished up my cigar here, my CAO. Yeah. The little flathead. What is it? The V19. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it was a good stick, flavorful. I'm glad it wasn't the first cigar of the day. Uh, I have to admit that because it was a strong cigar, but a good cigar. It's strong, but like I said, it's getting progressively, not weaker. Weaker sounds like a negative. It, it's it's getting, uh, I'd say it's, it's shi- mellowing. It's mellowing. Yep. It's shifting from a, a really bold cigar to maybe like a medium plus yep. as, as the cigar goes along. It's, it's interesting in that, like I said, normally it kind of goes the opposite way. This one kind of started it, off, you know, with, really strong and, and it kind of, you know. It didn't overwhelm my palate, I'll say that. It's kind of like an engine. It gets going. It has to work really hard to get up to speed, but once it's up to speed, it's just consistent. It's just humming along. Yeah. Oh, yeah. See? See oh, what I did there? I did the whole yeah. auto thing. So, coming up Tuesday, what do we got? Coming up Tuesday, we are going to be doing the September round of the Battle of the Budgets. This is round three. This, for some reason, has really caught fire with people. Mm-hmm. Our numbers on those episodes are really up there. Well, it's because, quite frankly... People need to find good, affordable cigars that they can supplement their uh, $8, 10 $12 um, cigar habit with. Your, it cuts your dollar cost it average. It does. It cuts your dollar cost average. And so you need to find these really good budget cigars. And we're doing the heavy lifting for you of trying all these things and figuring out which one is the uh, the best one to add to your rotation. By, by heavy lifting, you mean we're smoking cigars for you guys. Dude, we're smoking four cigars at one time. <laughs> I think that is kind of heavy lifting, quite frankly. Oh, and let's be real. Bit. If it's a bad cigar, it's definitely heavy lifting. Well, let's be honest. We're not necessarily smoking the whole cigar on the show when it's a you know rougher stick. 
No. Yeah. You, on the other hand, will smoke it later because... I finish them all, yes. You don't let anything go to oh, waste. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. I'm cheap. I know. I admit it. I admit it freely. So. so. I've even smoked yours. I just clip off the end you would have touched with your mouth. It's gross. Yeah. I'm not so, proud. Anyway, so yeah, that'll be on Tuesday. And then next Friday, we will have Nick Gervais of My Monthly Cigars as we open up the October My Monthly the Cigars The unveiling, box. as it were. Exactly. Yeah. So... That's going to be next week. and uh, coming, as- coming soon, we've got the McAuliffe uh, A, and we also have Ask the X coming up uh, likely in October. Hopefully. Yeah. We just got to get schedules coordinated. But And yep. there's a few guests hanging out there that, uh, you know, are coming on. Yeah, we just need to get those coordinated up and on, and then uh, we can uh, get those episodes Lots out. Lots to look forward to here on the pulpit, so be sure to uh, tell your friends and family. As for me, this weekend, I'm just going to take it easy. Are you? I am. You never do that. No, I'm you're ta- always on I the am, go. I'm going to take it easy this weekend. I actually, you're going to make fun of me. Likely, I'm in desperate need of a pedicure. Oh my god, I am. You going to get a Brazilian while you're in there? No. <laughs> <laughs> little bandscaping. No. I handle it. It's awkward with the little Asian ladies and everything. You know? I bet it is. They bring in the goldfish to try, you know, do the eat, you know, you know. <laughs> they, they just want to see if you'll let them put your foot in their fishbowl. <laughs> oh, see, I thought you were going with the with the manscaping with the gold. Uh, never you put mind. goldfish on your. I mean, I hope not. Crotchal region. What the hell? <laughs> That's not even a thing. Uh, Don't, no, seriously. Are you, are you molesting fish? Seriously, though, fish Jeff. molester? Seriously, though, Jeff. Like, you've had you've had goldfish on your crotch? No, but seriously. <laughs> when you, when the, when you, the, the pedicure, it's such a delightful experience that I, men just don't treat themselves to enough. I want to know more about you putting your crotch in their fishbowl. I, I thought that's what you were implying. I mean, <laughs> dude, I am not going to let... Talk about awkward. I am not going to stick my junk into a fishbowl, dude. <laughs> anyway. Whoa, what have I been doing to the fish? <laughs> what is going on here? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. Anyway. Yeah, that's probably going to get me some <laughs> You know, but you mentioned the Asian women, so. What? You said the Asian women. You said that earlier. Yeah, because have you been in a nail salon? I know. I mean, and I'm not I saying. I haven't. That's the thing. Yes, you have. Don't I, lie to me. I went, okay, I went one time about eight years ago. Uh-huh. I bought Kristen a petty manny, all, you know, all-encompassing package thing. See, I don't do the Because we were going on a cruise. I just cruise. do the petty. I just get my feet done. Because we were going on a cruise. And she said, well, I don't want to go by myself. And, you know, her mom couldn't go and her sister couldn't go. So I ended up going with her and we both got pedicures. And it was, I mean, it was, it was okay. It just seemed awkward. I like, my feet are hideous. Yes. That's why you need to get them treated. My feet are hideous. They get that little scraper out and take away the dead skin. Oh, they they got out of a belt um, sander with me. Dude, my God, your feet feel so soft when you leave. And let's be real. It's probably the only time. You properly get your nails trimmed. Before you go into your burn your man card? No. <laughs> this is treat yourself. This is tr- this is a treat yourself moment, okay? Like you're protesting like, something. You're out in front of the store yeah. burning your man card. <laughs> burn my bra. Um, no, seriously. Your man's ear. So, uh, I mean, like I said, this is probably the only time you're properly trimming your toenails. You know, because I, I can just envision you. You're probably that guy that just sits on the couch and just rips them off whenever they get too long, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
I've done that. Yeah. It hurts, too, because they get down, like, in the cuticle, and oh, God. That's why I'm saying you need to go in every once in a while, get it done proper, so that, you know. I'll work on that. Yeah. I'll work on that. It, maybe it can, I'll maybe I'll go with you sometime, and we'll take pictures oh, and put be, them up. That'd be nice. We'll put them up on the Instas. What are you doing this weekend? Uh, no. So, speaking <laughs> of the Instas, how do people reach out to us on the socials? I'm on Instagram at the Cigar Pulpit, and you're there at Naked Gator, N-E-K-K-I-D Gator. Oh, yeah. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and you can always reach out to us through CigarPulpit.com. And also, do not forget to call the Cigar Pulpit hotline at area code 863-874-0000, and make sure you get us your questions for Ask the Boys, because again... We can only do that segment if you guys call in questions. Yes. And we've had some good ones lately. We have. Yeah. That's the thing. You guys, you need to ask. Ask questions. Don't. No question is too stupid. No question there is, is no too stupid, stupid. Question. I mean, my God, we literally answered a question about whether or not we've shat ourselves in public. I mean, so, uh, you know. Yeah. Give us a question. Yeah. Here so, and there. Yeah. Yeah. But, Just a down moment. You're bored? Call in. Call in. Yeah. So. There you go. Well, anyway, so final thought on the CAO? Um, it was, a, again, a very, very meaty stick. It was a very good stick. Um, it did mellow as it went along. That pepper at the uh, retro hail in the middle about took me out of the game. Yeah, that retro. That, it became well, hard to breathe. So I did that accidental retro hail or retro hail. On the on the call, retro retro <laughs> on the call with uh, with Dan Thompson and yeah that one oh my god that caught me by His surprise. Boy, Roy. Dun, dun. <laughs> what was the name of that show? The Jetsons. Yeah. Do you think I'm like not able to remember the Jetsons? I know you know cartoons, so I wanted to toss yeah. you a softball. Anyway, <laughs> but no, that first first retro I did when I was on the call with Dan. It caught me by surprise. Oh, and, no. And it I should s- not have, because having been smoking that cigar for a little bit, I knew... But I don't even think you meant to do it. I think it just happened. It did just kind of yeah. happen. And uh, then when we actually did do it, believe it or not, that second one, that mid one, yeah. wasn't as bad as that one that I accidentally did. I'm glad I didn't do one out of the gate then. That oh would have changed my thoughts on the cigar, God, I'm afraid. Man, it yeah. just it it caught me off guard, and I was just like, oh, my God. But, um, yeah. So. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening. And yes. we were talking with Dan about this a little bit. The numbers are going up exponentially, and we can't thank you enough. Definitely. We know, you know, obviously we can't advertise the Cigar Podcast because of, you know, the draconian uh, rules and laws and whatnot out there um, with the social medias and all. But it's word of mouth, and it's you guys telling your friends, hey, you got to listen to these two morons, and we can't thank you enough. Yes, yes, because it... it <laughs> It's humbling. It is. To see the numbers go, and it's nice. And, and, and we love getting the messages from everybody, commenting on the on the episode, you know, like, oh, this was funny, or you, you, you know, you made my day with this, and blah, blah, blah. And it, it's, it's, it's truly humbling. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you. Well, Jeff, unless you have anything else for the betterment of the cause. I'm all in. I have to go shoot golf. I got to go do newspaper stuff now. Oh, you mean take pictures. Yeah, I'm not going to clear out the course or anything. I yeah. thought you were going to like... No. <laughs> no. No, I didn't expect you Let's... to be like rolling through with a golf cart and an AK. <laughs> I thought you meant like maybe like get out your clubs and go play around. I've but... up-armored my golf oh cart. Oh my God. <laughs> it's like... When well, have you ever known me to play golf? Uh, well, and that's the thing. I didn't. That's why it kind of caught me off guard there for a moment. I'm not shooting a round of golf. I'm taking pictures of a golf... Of a golf game. Match, yes. Okay. Match... Game? It's not a game. Was it a golf game? I mean, game? it's a game. 
but a round of golf. I'm shooting a round of golf. Okay, for the newspaper. For the newspaper. Yes. Okay. Let's clarify that. I don't want to show up and like ATF's waiting. For I was me. gonna say they're gonna show up. And <laughs> you're gonna be like, I only have the flak jacket for my own protection. Oh, damn straight. <laughs> Dude, you never know in this day and age. Well, you might catch an errant ball. You never know. Oh, no. that That is a true and utter fear of mine. Oh, Because dude. those sons of bitches will hurt you. You ever been hit by a golf ball? No, and thanks. You just jinxed me, you sack all right, of shit. All right. So I'm going to tell a real quick story before oh we go my here. Oh, God. Everybody was ready for us to be over, yep. but here, no, here's no, no, the no, bonus. No. So I'm, I'm at this golf course, and we're up on the tee box, and we're waiting for this uh, group in front of us to get done. And the guy, the last guy in that group, um, they were trying, it, it was backed up, you know. So there's a group kind of out in the fairway hitting towards the green. There's the group in front of us, and then there's our group. The last guy in the group in front of us, they, they decided that they were far enough down the fairway that they could go ahead and um, tee off because these guys down the fairway were about to go to the green, right? Yep. Well, the last guy in the, the group, Man, he he caught it perfect, like just just oh, hit the sweet spot, and it went a little further than he had planned. Oh no! It bounced, hit the ground, but it hit the cart path. Oh! And then did a nice good bounce, and it ended up hitting this dude in the small of the back. Oh, just shit. dropped him like a potato sack, dude. I mean, that dude's just out there writhing <laughs> oh, in utter pain. And you watch this go down. And I watch this, and we're all just standing on the tee box, like, oh shit. <laughs> so, <laughs> now, so now they got to bring the ambulance out to the. They brought an ambulance? They had to bring. Dude, he, he was down. Like, oh. he was down. I'd have hit the ground, pissed myself, and grabbed my neck. That's what you say all the time. <laughs> Yeah, you don't want to get in a fight with Jeff because that's exactly what he's going to do because he wants to set up the lawsuit. Yeah, I don't want to fight back. I want to drop. <laughs> but anyway, no, they had to bring the ambulance out and they had to like you know t- treat this guy and cart him off the course. I mean, he, he, I don't think he was he wasn't like paralyzed. Every or anything, lawyer but, on that golf course was running over tossing oh, their business card at him. God, man, I mean, he just <laughs> he got nailed with that oh, golf ball. Shit. And let me. Because you got to figure that thing's like a little. I mean, it's a small projectile. Yeah, and it is. It's it's a solid object, you know. Especially and so, hitting the cart path, it probably you know gained a little dude, momentum. Yeah, you hit that cart path. I mean, it gets a good bounce. I mean, thankfully, it didn't drive straight into his back. You know, oh, like shit. I mean, that would have been worse. <laughs> I think, but you know, it actually while it gained some momentum and everything, but it, I do think it probably lost ultimately lost momentum. Uh, coming down, hitting the enough not to kill him precisely. Yeah. But like you know, it's one of those things. You take a golf ball in the small of the back, and it's and it doesn't bounce. It's just a line drive into your back. Mm. Yeah, it's it's gonna it's gonna do some real damage. Oh my god, that dude had a golf ball sized bruise for probably the next six months, <laughs> and and was pissing blood. I'm sure. God, <laughs> <laughs> took it right in the kidney. Anyway, <laughs> it's so, been the cigar pulpit. So watch your ass. Yeah. Anyway. Well, yes, this has been the Cigar Pulpit. I am... Uh, we already did this, but we'll do it again. Well, no. He's, he's Nick. I'm Gator. I screwed this all up. Oh, all the hell. Yeah. All the hell. This Guys, is... thanks for listening. All Love right. you. Another sermon, blah, 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 blah. I'm Nick. He's Gator. Music. Stay safe and stay smoky, everybody. Cue the music. <laughs>